This is Eric McCool, and welcome back to High Wall Clean. I'm extremely worried, and I hate to say that this episode is going to predict future deaths, but common sense and my knowledge of history, combined with the drug world, offers some very concerning ideas. With midterm elections around the corner, there is a bill in California that is going to be voted on. It's Proposition 31, which came from SB 793, which is the Senate bill that was written by Jerry Hill, and it was signed into law by Governor Newsom in 2020. A referendum held it from going into effect for the people of California to vote on this. Now, I wanted to break this down by the arguments used and see if it holds any water. This is a prohibition, which, first of all, has never taken it out of the hands of people if people want it. It says that a yes on this would protect kids by ending the sale of candy-flavored tobacco products, including e-cigarettes and minty menthol cigarettes. Candy-flavored is the repeated word. Now, based on this argument, nobody seems to care about kids drinking alcohol, which kills way more kids every year than anything that's related to nicotine. And here's how I can prove that this is complete bullshit. Go online and type in candy-flavored alcohol. Please do it. One of the first things to pop up was a website, and it starts with this. What's a better way to combine your adulthood and childhood than with candy-flavored alcoholic drinks? Seriously, you got plenty of fun flavors, many that you remember from your own past, plus the twist of having booze at the same time. There are already many dessert cocktails out there, including those that rely on candy flavors. You might see other examples pop up on lists of cocktails, particularly vodka cocktails, as vodka is such an easy spirit to work with. Alcoholic drinks with candy flavors, cotton candy vodka, caramel vodka, caramel liquor, candy-infused vodka, marshmallow vodka, Beckford's rum and caramel, chocolate liqueur, white chocolate liqueur, vanilla vodka, vanilla rum, Bailey's red velvet cupcake, strawberries and cream liquor, butterscotch schnapps, hazelnut liquor, chocolate gin, chocolate vodka, salted caramel gin, gingerbread vodka, gingerbread liquor, Bailey's apple pie, and whipped cream vodka. Now, I couldn't find a vape juice store that literally says to combine your adulthood and childhood. Actually uses the word childhood. Another thing it says is, yes on 31 saves lives and taxpayer money. It says the number one preventable cause of death in California, where 40,000 people die each year from smoking kills more people than alcohol, AIDS, car accidents, legal drugs, murders, and suicides. And that is a very misled statement. If we're talking about our youth, the number one leading cause of death is overdose. And the reason for this is because of exactly what this law is about, prohibition. The second is suicide. Nicotine is going to be at the bottom or near the bottom of the list. 
those 40,000 people who apparently died from smoking were probably all adults and most between 60s, 70s, and 80s. There are many adults who use flavored vape juice as well. The age to purchase cigarettes and vape juice in California is 21 years old. So we have an age to purchase these, and it's 21. So where do a lot of these kids get it? Probably from the same place they get fentanyl, right at the tips of your finger. It's called the internet. Now, California has legalized marijuana, and we're talking about a ban on vape juice. This law takes away from adults who want to use it. If this law passes, when will we be able to file murder charges against those who supported this bill once people go online and buy it from who knows where? Adults who just want to vape are now forced to go and purchase from the very place that people are getting things that are killing people. Flavor bans are promoted based on a massive fiction that flavors are designed to attract children to tobacco and vaping products. Jerry Hill said, using candy, fruit, and other alluring flavors, the tobacco industry weaponized its tactics to beguile a new generation into nicotine addiction while keeping longtime users hooked. Everything in Hill's statement is bullshit. Everyone likes flavors, from coconut-infused vodka to all those things that I mentioned, to cherry and apple pie, to gum, orange juice. There's no such thing as kid-friendly flavors. It's a fake idea that relentlessly was promoted by organizations like the Campaign for Tobacco-Free Kids. I know many people who find vape flavors vital in helping them switch to a much safer alternative. And the vaping industry isn't controlled by tobacco companies. Do you not think that cigarette companies would support this bill? Because how many people are going to go back to cigarettes? The Centers for Disease Control and Tobacco declared a youth vaping epidemic several years ago. But there's no youth vaping epidemic. In 2019, the National Youth Tobacco Survey found that 20.8% of teens vaped in the last 30 days, but only 5.7% vaped more than 20 days per month. And one-third of them didn't vape nicotine. So according to the CDC, alcohol is the most commonly used substance among young people in the United States. The 2019 Youth Risk Behavior Survey found that among high school students during the past 30 days, 29% drank alcohol, 14% binge drink, 5% of drivers drove after drinking alcohol, and 17% rode with a driver who had been drinking alcohol. Now, I'm not supporting the banning of alcohol. And honestly, the only way to solve the overdose epidemic is to do exactly what the cartel doesn't want us to do, legalize drugs. It's to the point of absurdity. Bans are a form of collective punishment. The main targets are adult smokers and former smokers. They are by far the largest group that uses flavored vapes. You know, we've been in the industry of prohibition going all the way back 
1914 with the Harrison Narcotics Tax Act. When these overdoses started happening regularly with fentanyl, we got angry and we had every right to be angry because we didn't know exactly what was going on. But we do now. Whenever sales of a substance are banned, an illicit market is created, and according to the iron law of prohibition, it will be less safe than the regulated version. The illicit market in flavored vapes is already thriving in states that have flavored bans. You know that saying, first time, shame on you, second time, shame on me? How many times do we have to say, shame on me? That's where we're at. It's time to move into the real world and not the delusional world of if we make it illegal, it's going to go away. No, we make it illegal and it gets way more dangerous. Politicians and tobacco control organizations are playing a cynical and dangerous game with people who vape. Now, I wanted to put this quick video out warning everybody what is coming if vape juices are banned in stores. Open your eyes, everybody, please. And the sad part is that when people start dying, it's our fault. And I wanted to just throw this out here again. Uh, we've kind of been on hold a little bit. I've been working on my house, uh, doing my normal counseling stuff, uh, in the process of writing a screenplay. Kind of excited about that. But we will be back. Again, my name is Eric McCoy, and this is High Wealth.